Hello everyone, welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast on Anchor.fm with your host Chanel Patrice Hancock. It's Sunday, February 3rd, 2019 here in Akron, Ohio, almost 7 a.m. in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to be about 53 degrees Fahrenheit here today in Akron. We had an Arctic blast over the weekend where about 85 million people here between the Midwest and the East Coast of the United States experienced some really severe temperatures and it was just crazy. People couldn't go to school, you couldn't travel nowhere, it was just nuts. So to have a little bit of a warm up right now on Super Bowl Sunday is a great thing for us here on the East Coast and in the Midwest. I want to thank the sponsors of the show, Flipboard.com, for sponsoring today's episode, episode 60 of the podcast. Um, You can go to Flipboard.com and check them out for information about everything, fashion, entertainment, sports, politics, travel, cooking. They have magazines and newspapers that you can subscribe to for free and get updates on your iOS or Android phone. And what's so cool is 100% accessible with screen readers such as VoiceOver for the Mac and iOS products, NVDA, System Access, Linux, and JAWS for Windows for the PC. And so, you can download it from your Google Play Store if you have an Android phone, or from iTunes App Store if you have an iOS device. And you can even go to the website itself by searching Flipboard.com. So, thank you to Flipboard. We're going to get into today's episode, which, you know, I have to say, when I thought about this particular episode, I had to say to myself, when do you give up learning a language? Is it when you reach your goal of mastery? Is it at the high intermediate level? Is it before that because you feel that, you know, this isn't the right language for me? When is it? Well, I can say from personal experience of studying languages independently for the past four years that I've only had to do this twice. And that was last year when I studied Brazilian Portuguese for six weeks and you know I thought okay I know some I know Spanish you know my French is pretty good my Italian's oh, mediocre why don't we try Brazilian Portuguese let's just see you know and I did it for six weeks you know I used my memorize app and I did um uh PortuguesePot101.com by Innovative Language Learning. And it was okay. 
But I just started to feel after six weeks, you know what? I live in Akron. I'm not going to Brazil anytime soon. Why am I really learning this language? And at first I said, well, you know, I would like to speak to Lucas Pagetti in his native tongue going, you know, online on Skype. Well, Jan and Lucas thought that was a great, a great idea. <laughs> you know, I want to have a conversation with somebody. Why not? Um, well, that was the wrong reason. And I, I mean, I look back on it now like, okay, that was a crazy reason. And, but at the time, I was really motivated to want to speak with him in Brazilian Portuguese. Despite the fact he knows about 14 languages. So, you know, I could have spoke with him in any of the languages that I speak. And we still could have had a conversation. But, at the end of the day, it wasn't enough motivation for me to continue after six weeks. So, I just decided to let it go. But this is... After I made some friends and from Brazil, which that's the good part that was positive about the experience. I got to meet friends. I got to join some groups and, and you know, speak with people from Brazil and, you know, Sao Paulo and uh, Rio de Janeiro and Bella Horizonte, for example. But... At the end of the day, it still wasn't enough in order for me to continue with the learning process. So I let it go. And I, can, I decided to work on my French, which I've been doing for about 10 months. And my French has improved. I'm almost speaking at a B1 on the European uh, framework scale for languages. And I'm very happy about that. I mean, my active is getting to a B1. My passive is higher than a B1. You know, because I can understand the news and newspapers and so forth. So it's, that's that's what that where where I'm at with with my French. Yet I also tried a month of Norwegian and a month of Swedish, and I did the same process where I learned some words using my Memorize app and. I um, use SwedishPod101.com and NorwegianPod101 and I was trying to speak with people and I, I use Pimsleur to an extent. However, I just, I realized I'm not going to Sweden anytime soon and I'm not going to Norway anytime soon and so therefore this is why I left those languages alone and I picked up two other languages last year which was Turkish and Cantonese and I'm still sticking with them right now and I I did that towards the end of the year in December and you know I've been studying Russian but I put it down because my Russian is good enough now after four years of, of, of learning it to be able to put it down and be able to focus on other languages well I have a pretty good memory um, you know, I can remember things from like 20, 30 years ago. That's how good my memory is. But that took a lot of time and education and exposure to English and because English is my first language. But 
to be honest, it you never stop learning. And I want everyone to understand that. Like, I never stop learning anything in Russian just because I'm not speaking it on a daily basis with people. You know, I still listen to podcasts to keep my Russian up. I'm able to understand the podcast a lot better now because everything's clicking. You know, I've gotten more exposure as time goes on. You know, I'm at a high intermediate level. No, I don't have certifications in my languages and I don't really know if I really want to do that because I feel that that's not as important as me being able to effectively communicate with people. And yes, you're going to give up on speaking a language, especially if you think it's not right for you. If I'm not feeling that language, I'm going to stop. Um, you know, and I know for me right now, I'm doing Turkish and Cantonese on the Mango app right now. And I'm at the last chapter today for Cantonese. And I'm doing Easy Cantonese on YouTube and I I did Cantonese Corner, um, you know, podcast and blog um, series, and I'm really enjoying it. You know, um, I was able to order me some food in Cantonese over the weekend, and even though the person spoke Mandarin, they understood what I was saying. So, and they applauded me on learning, you know, Cantonese for almost six weeks, and that You know, if you can speak at an A1 level in six weeks in Cantonese, that says something right there about motivating, being motivated and not giving up. But, you know, if you started out being motivated about a particular language and you know in your heart and in your core being that this doesn't feel right for some reason or another, then just let it go. It's okay. You don't have to keep doing something that you don't feel comfortable with because I guarantee you, you're not going to get any positive results out of it if all you do is do that one activity because you made a choice a while back and so you have to do it, which, you know, if you want to use the example, I made my bed so I have to lie in it. Well, just because you made your bed doesn't mean you have to lie in your bed for the rest of your life soaking and and regretting a decision that you made. Well, no, there's no shame in trying something and then realizing, okay, well, this really wasn't for me. I'm glad I tried it, but I'm just going to let it go now. That doesn't mean you didn't learn anything or you didn't take anything away because you did. You learn something about a different culture and people that you wouldn't have normally have learned if you wouldn't have taken the time to to open up a book or put on a CD or watch a video or learn some music about that particular culture and where these people, you know, were coming from and how they were thinking and how they were communicating on a on a verbal basis. Well, guess what? I learned some things. I made some friends. I still have friends from Brazil. I still remember what little that I learned of Brazilian Portuguese. And a lot of it was pretty interesting, you know. But it just wasn't for me. Just like Norwegian wasn't for me. and I, Or Swedish. And let me tell you something. I 
you know when you only put a month into something and you can't remember it <laughs> months later. Well, that meant that it wasn't meant for me to speak Swedish or Norwegian. And trust me, I love Swedish chocolates and coffee and so forth. And ABBA's really cool. But at the end of the day, it had to be more for me to really want to connect with the language. And, you know, that doesn't mean that down the road you won't pick it back up if there's some important reason for you to know it. But if you learn something about that language and that culture in September and it's February and you can't remember a damn thing that you learned, that means that was not meant for you. And I understand that with my situation. It wasn't meant for me to speak Norwegian and and Swedish, even though I made a ton of friends. I just, and I appreciate the friendships, which is important to me. But at the same time, they understood. And they didn't get upset because I wasn't learning their language anymore. I just had to follow my own drumbeat to my own course when it comes down to learning things. And learning languages in particular. And so, because I always wanted to know French and Italian, um, that was a big deal for me. And the fact that I wanted to know Russian, that was a big deal for me. I'm someone that likes history, and so I wanted to learn Turkish. And even if I get to an A2 in Turkish, I'm happy with that. I'm not trying to learn something to mastery. No, you know, I have to be able to maintain these languages. And so if I get to an A2 in Turkish, I'm happy with that. Okay, I never know if I'm going to have a basic conversation with somebody. I might not go to Istanbul. And if I don't go to Istanbul, that's okay. I I have ways of connecting with people that speak Turkish online. And I can use what little I know. And if it's if it's... You know, something that I'm willing to live with um, as, a, as a polyglot, then fine. You know, it's impacting my life in a million ways because I'm making friends. I'm able to communicate at a basic level and I'm happy. I'm not doing it for anybody else. And that's another thing you have to take into consideration, you guys, is that you're doing this because you love learning languages and you love communicating with people and learning about their culture and history and where they come from and how they think. Yet, you're doing it because it's something you love. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it in the first place. And yes, you have the right to leave the language alone and don't touch it again if you don't want to. There is no right or wrong way to let something go. I let go of Spanish for 12 years. Now, I still had it a part of my life by listening to music. And that was what fueled me the most about Spanish was listening to the music. Even though I have a love-hate relationship, as everyone knows, with Spanish, I made so many Spanish friends from Argentina, Colombia, Ecuador, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Mexico. And, you know, that means something to me. And I value all my friendships. Now, I have a lot of Russian friends. 
you know, I don't have that many Dutch friends. And, you know, I, I'm going to use Dutch as a prime example. I, I bought Michelle Thomas Dutch, and I love Dutch. Like, whenever Jan van der Aar of Language Boost speaks in Dutch, I listen to his videos, and I can understand about 90% of what he's saying. You know, yet, at the same time, I know my Dutch is A1. Okay, fine. But, you know, I kind of dropped Dutch because of the fact that I don't have anyone to speak with. Even though in my community there are people that speak Pennsylvania Dutch, but I haven't ran into them. I've ran into people who speak Chinese and Japanese and Arabic and Spanish and French and Russian. You know, yeah. So I focus on those languages more so than I focus on Dutch, Brazilian, Portuguese, Swedish, and Norwegian. For which I only spent a little bit of time on. And I don't feel bad about it. I don't beat myself up because I'm not speaking those languages. Maybe those languages were not meant for me. Which means if something wasn't meant for you, if you feel that it it wasn't, and I mean literally feel internally that this was not the best decision. I tried it. I didn't like it. So I'm going to let it go. That's fine. You can do that. No one's going to beat you over the club. With a billy club. Over the head. I mean. It just. It's okay. Trust me. You. I do things. Like learn languages. Because I really enjoy talking to people. I love being around people. I have a large variety of people. From all over the world here. In Akron. So that's why I say I don't have to travel anywhere in order to be able to communicate with people. And that's a great thing. I have plenty of people here in town I can go and talk to. You know, there are are nice little hot spots in Akron I can go and talk to people. That's a wonderful thing. People love it when I'm speaking Arabic, regardless if my Arabic is limited or not. People love it when I speak French to them. People love it when I speak Russian to them. And now that I'm learning Cantonese, people are going crazy. And, and you know, because they would never thought that an African-American girl who's going to be 42 years old on June 1st, that's visually impaired, that has limited central vision in her left eye and not in my right, due to my retinopathy of prematurity, um, you, the fact that I'm learning your language People are so excited about that, they don't even know what to think. And that makes me happy that my learning these languages is not in vain. So no, I'm not going to give up on learning these languages. I might learn them to an A2, go into a B1, and then I'll stop and put them aside for a minute. And I'll keep making progress slowly. But... Yes, I was going to do Japanese right now, but I decided to go full throttle with Italian using the Mango Language app. And I'm just going to do all four courses with with Italian starting this month um, and, and get my Italian up to speed. And sure, yeah, you, you want to know how to say how to use an ATM. You want to know how to say you know, give directions and and things and you want to be able to communicate with people and order food and, and whatever. 
that's great. I mean, I went and ordered some ch- Chinese food, and it was strange because someone said to me over the phone that one of the meals I wanted, they didn't have at their restaurant because they only served that in Hong Kong. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't give up. I just kept going. And I thanked them in Cantonese and I got my food and I, you know, learning anything, whether it's languages, whether it's about politics, whether it's how to to jump a car in order to start it, you know, with some cable wires, whatever the learning process may be for you out there. You can always take a step back. You can always come back to whatever it is you want to learn. And that will be all right. But if you know that you're never going to use this particular amount of information for one reason or another, that's fine. You don't have to. There's no law stating that you have to stick with this language because... You chose it, so you have to make your bed and line it until death do you part. No, it's nothing like that. Um, you could, you know, stop learning it. Go to something that interests you and that you are passionate about. You have to understand it has to be something that you are passionate about. You know, is it going to impact your life? Am I going to make friends from it? Am I going to find love because of it? Is it going to help me with a job? Am I going to learn how to cook this particular dish? Will I be able to understand this particular podcast or this particular audiobook or book? Will I be able to go through an entire movie and not have to have subtitles? When you get to that point where you learn the language for the sure enjoyment of just learning and not caring about how many words you pick up or not pick up. That is the ultimate satisfaction for a person who's learning whatever language. Whether it's Taiwanese, whether it's Cantonese, whether it's Mandarin, whether it's Arabic or Hungarian or Russian or French or Italian or even English. The fact that you can experience this type of journey speaks volumes. And and not enough people understand that. You don't have to always learn something 100% and then let it go after you get to a certain point. You can learn that one particular section. Let's say you just want to do A1. You did it. Okay, I'm satisfied. I'm going to move on. If you want to go back to that, you can. Whenever you feel comfortable. If you feel comfortable at all. If you don't, there's no harm in that. There's no shame in that. So don't beat yourself up. Because you didn't... Do what everyone else is doing. You have to find the language that fits you and only you.
Because the only person you have to compete with everybody is yourself. No one else. So when you see these polyglots out here doing the same thing you do. And they have a video up. Don't think that they didn't make mistakes. Don't think that they didn't have the same pitfalls that you did. They did. You're just not seeing the videos of them messing up. and No, you're not seeing any of that. You're seeing the final product. And sometimes that can be somewhat of a turnoff for some people who are learning languages for the first time or even the 50th time because they know they had to make a lot of mistakes in order to be able to progress to a level that they were happy with and to see someone putting up a video where they're speaking at a confident level in a comfortable level you know sometimes it could be a little off-putting because now they're trying to compare themselves to this person when in fact it took this person this long in order to get to where they are. And a lot of it is you have to have confidence. You have to believe in yourself. You have to understand that you're going to fall before you begin to walk. You have to crawl first before you walk. And the forest is far from the trees. And you have to really take your time and understand, you know, I'm going to dip and dabble in a couple languages until I find the one that's right for me. And that's what's important, that you find the language that's right for you, and you do it for you. And if you, so what, you're not speaking at a C1 or C2, how? Ollie Richards will tell you in a heartbeat, along with a lot of other people, I don't speak at a C1 in this. What? <laughs> And it's okay. They're happy with the level that they're speaking at. Because it's impacting their life for the better when they are speaking at a level that's comfortable for them. And they're not trying to put on a show or an air. They're just they're doing it because of the sure love of learning. But as Ollie says all the time, he did it because I made friends. I wanted to be able to communicate with them in their own language. This impacted my life for this reason, so forth and so on. That's the only reason I learned it for in the story. It wasn't to be cool. It wasn't to impress anybody. It was just for the sure pleasure of being able to communicate with people that I'm around on a daily basis. You know, okay, if I have to move to a country, yes, I need to know how to speak that language to be able to get around, to be able to function in my daily life. That is a main, important, invalid reason to learn any language. Because you need to use it to get by in your life. I definitely understand that. And, you know... That makes sense. That makes more sense than I want to be the coolest person on the block, so I want to learn Hungarian tomorrow. Uh, you could start to learn Hungarian tomorrow, but instead of putting it off until tomorrow, why don't you just start today and you'll be a hell of a lot better off for it down the road. 
You know? People, all people want to do is learn how to communicate better. And I love languages because of that reason. It's to bridge the cultural gap and divide with people. So I look at it as if my podcast show can help people come together, then I'm all for it. It's an awesome thing. You know, it's awesome to speak Cantonese. You know. And no set gong. Quantum wa. Face on. Ho. No gay pomyao. I speak Cantonese very well, my friends. I forgot to put Ta in the middle. But that's okay. But you know what? I just said a sentence in Cantonese. After six weeks of learning Cantonese. And I forgot one word out of that whole sentence. Guess what? That's okay. I'm still learning. I'm not giving up. And I hope that you guys don't give up on your language learning either. You know, if you don't like a language, drop it and move on to the next. Until you find one that fits you. Because it's like putting on a piece of clothing. Every layer of clothing you put on, whether it's your socks, your underwear, your pants, or skirt, or dress, or blouse, or coat, or shoes... Once you complete that outfit, guess what happens? You get to start your day fresh and renewed that this language, you're going to conquer it to the best of your abilities. Whether you want to speak at an A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. But realize it takes time, a lot of practice, a lot of commitment, a lot of motivation, and you have to be Determined to want to do better with the language every day, whether you learn five words, one word, one phrase, you're improving. So don't beat yourself over the head because you weren't able to successfully conquer one language or three different languages or four different languages because they weren't right for you. There is that one language that is right for you or two languages or three languages that are right for you. And it just takes a little searching and a lot of time and a lot of patience. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast on anchor.fm. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, AudioCast, RadioCast. Google Play Store. You can go to anchor.fm slash Chanel Patrice Hancock C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-E-H-A-N-C-L-C-K Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S Language Learning Journey Podcast Remember, 
Language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. And I hope you enjoy your day. And I will see you in the next episode.